Shaped by Brown, Shaped by Brown, Shaped by Brown, Shaped by Brown. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to my health and fitness podcast. I am your host, Sherelle Brown, and we are on episode number 20. Today, I have Keeping It Real with real estate expert, Rob Watson. But before we get into my guest, please go and check out previously recorded podcasts on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and more. I am Sherelle Brown. I have a degree in exercise science with emphasis in biomechanics and kinesiology. I've been in the game for over 20 years. Without further ado, I would like to bring on Mr. Rod Watson. How you doing today, Rod? I'm doing great, man. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, great. Great. Yeah, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Yes, most definitely, man. Excited to have you on. So I know you have a busy day being a real estate mogul here in Los Angeles and throughout Southern California. So uh, let's get started. Yep, let's go. All right. So, Rob, where did you grow up and how was your childhood? Um, you know, I grew up in Houston, Texas, born and raised. Um, childhood was it, was, it was, you know, it was good. I, you know, I had some, you know, some experiences, unfortunately, where my mom and dad, you know, they were divorced early. And when I was around three and, you know, later in life in my childhood, as I got into junior high and high school, my dad ended up going to prison. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I didn't see my dad. My dad was involved in drugs and ended up serving, uh, I'm going to think about a, almost an eight out of a 10 or 15 year sentence. Um, so I didn't see him until I was an adult, from like 10, 10 years, nine, 10 years old was around the last time I saw him. Um, aside from seeing him in prison one time when I was, you know, I think maybe my freshman year of college, but the rest of the time I never saw him until I was 22 years old. And, you know, he was out of prison. So that had a, you know, that had a profound impact on my life. But, yeah, you know, those those experiences helped shape me, you know, into the person, you know, I am today. So, you know, I, I, I can't say that it was all bad, you know, and, you yeah. know, and looking back, you know, those experiences, you know, did definitely play a role in pushing me and, and, and helping me develop the mentality that I needed to, to succeed in life and what I'm doing today. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. You're a successful, man have a beautiful family and thank you very very small world and worlds connect that my father also was in prison for many many years and on drugs and when i was in college coming out of the tunnel playing football at western michigan here he was and so almost a similar type of story wow that's uh, that's that's crazy you just never know we oftentimes we share a lot of things more in common than we think we do Yes, most definitely, most definitely. So, so in that, in your growing up stages, your high school, did you play sports? Yes, I did. I played. Uh, you know, basketball became my 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 passion. I mean, it's it's something that really helped me get through the times. You know, when I was growing up and my dad wasn't around, and of course, you know, I didn't share growing up. My mom, she got remarried, so she was in a really abusive relationship. Um, and it made it really hard for me growing up in that environment to where by the time I was 14, I was living with, you know, a relative and, uh, and a couple of my friends on and off throughout, you know, from my sophomore year up until I graduated. So basketball really or less was my outlet. You know, it allowed me to, you know, focus more on the positives and kept me out of trouble. And I, I really loved the sports. So I ended up playing basketball from about... I want to say fifth grade up until I graduated, which, you know, 
ended up, fortunately for me, it gave me the opportunity to play in college. Um, went on to play in college, small D2 school down in San Diego called uh, San Diego Christian. And then from there, I went overseas, um, uh, Sao Paulo, Brazil, played a few years, got that experience. Nah. And, I, and yeah, and then I came back and coached in college for about three seasons, was a you know recruiter while working on my master's degree. So as they say, ball was definitely life and a way of life. And, you know, it, it still is a big part of my life today and what I do in my business. So I'm definitely very thankful that I fell in love with that sport and, and it became more or less my rescue, if you will, during some of the most challenging times of my life. Oh, man, that's definitely a, a great sport in order to release that energy and, and, and to, like you say, ball is life. It, it, it brought you full circle and, and helped your success throughout your years into today. Correct. That's amazing. That's amazing. So are you a Golden State fan, Laker fan? <laughs> No, I'm definitely, I mean, I like good basketball up here. I'm not a, I mean, I'm not a Laker, sorry, Golden State fan. I am, I've been a big Laker fan, not a fan of what's going on right now, but grew up in Houston, so it was definitely a Rockets fan my whole life. And oh, yeah. Um, definitely disappointed they lost to the Warriors for a second year <laughs> in a row. But, you know, hey, you know, it is what it is. You know, we have to get better in a lot of areas. Um, right. Golden State is just one of those teams, I think. You know, watching them play right now, they're a lot better, you know, believe it or not, um, with, with Durant not being in the lineup, it allows Curry and, you know, uh, Clay Thompson and those guys to really get back to playing basketball the way they were when they were winning championships prior to Durant. So um, they're a great team, you know, and it's it's been good, and, you know, good basketball and fun to watch over the last few years. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me, Rob? Yeah, I can. I can hear you. Okay, great, great, great. Um, so tell me a little bit about your background. As far as? As far as after, like, what you currently are you doing? Yeah, I majored, what I majored in college was, uh, was uh, kinesiology with an emphasis in counseling. Um, and then, of course, my master's degree was business administration and counseling. Completely different field than what I'm in now, which I'm in real estate. And I've been in real estate now 13 years. Uh, real estate really became more or less just in, in a way, the way basketball was for me growing up. Real estate has become that, that new passion, if you will, um, that has allowed me to build a life for myself, my family. And uh, I really enjoy it. It's something that I love. It's, it's you know, it's got its challenges, but my focus is sports and entertainment specifically uh, in the field of real estate where we service pro athlete clientele, luxury sales. Um, and I've been now working in this space uh, for about here in about almost eight and a half years. Uh, and I've been in the business overall 13 years. So yeah, I'm in real estate now and I love what I do. Oh, wow. That's great. So you mix the two worlds, real estate and entertainment, and created a niche, so to say? Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously, you know, with real estate, it's so broad. You know, you've got commercial, you have residential, and, and even within those fields, you know, you can be very niche specific as far as the audience that you serve. So for me, you know, having a sports background all my life and having relationships with a lot of people, 
in sports, uh, you know, athletes buy houses too, right? So yes, correct. And, and, and entertainers buy houses too. Yeah. And obviously, they 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 can be seen as some of the most sought after clients, but they can also at the same time be some of the most challenging clients to acquire um, and oftentimes you don't work with because there's a lot of demand that comes with working in this space but um, from my experiences from you know performing at a high level playing the sport being around players having relationships with them that gave me a competitive advantage in this field because I understood the individuals I'm servicing where oftentimes most people just see them as an opportunity to say hey I sold a property or I represent right. a person and it's more like a trophy, you know, as opposed to, you know, for me, it's, it's a way of life as far as building a relationship and understanding what these players or entertainers needs are and being able to cater to that and provide a high level of service and a great experience at that. So um, I, have, I felt I had an advantage. And so what I decided to do about seven and a half years, maybe eight years ago was really start to slowly focus my attention and wean myself out of just the traditional which was very hard because yeah you know most people would say well, why would you want to do that you know you got all these other people to sell and and if you look at some of your most successful and and powerful brands like apple and, and you know in case you know in case in case in point you know there's a huge market out there for obviously cell phone buyers right or technology uses of of, of uh you know apps and also um you know mobile mobile devices and you see apple was able to corner the market by focusing on a particular niche exactly and it revived, it revived and redeveloped the whole culture for that company so sure did. for me for me when you're able to really create and stand out that's why i believe you can have a real super advantage and so i saw the opportunity to build an agency in this space of sports and entertainment um and and develop the right relationships in this space and from the long term which is what we're playing we're playing the long game is that you know i envision building a strong very profitable agency that services this niche specifically meaning all of our clients at least a high percentage of our clients we would say 90 percent or more are coming directly from that niche um and because of the price points out here in california you know, we make a good living as far as what we do. So right. for me, it was not about the money. It was more about saying, this is what I'm passionate about. Let me align my strengths and my gifts into this particular niche market. And as a result of, you know, creating a brand and due time, we will get our fair share of repertoire clients and those experiences that come with working in this space. That's exactly right. And I want to recap for those of you that are new in the real estate world, the business world, Rob mentioned some great jewels to really understand that's know your market, know your target audience, yes. and have a passion for what you're Correct. doing. Because once you have a passion, money chases you, you don't chase money. Exactly. Wow, exactly. I like the way you roll. Definitely, definitely. So. <laughs> So I appreciate you know, that. people that say it may take a while to get to where you're at and you you need to get fed mm -hmm. from someone. So who was the first client, if we can say, that you worked with in that sports entertainment world that, that you sold a house to? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this well, my very first client was a was turn well, he's a good friend of mine now. Uh, we 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 knew each other through playing sports. 
um, actually through summer league basketball. I would come to Houston in the summers when I was in college and I would play with the pros. I never really played with guys my age. So I played with the pros in the pro-ams in the summer league and a lot of the Rocket players would play in the, in the Fundy Pro League and Moochie Norris is my oh, client. Okay. Really good friend of mine. He gave me my first opportunity of selling his property and then after that experience one sale became four other sales with him and then i ended up doing five transactions with, with five transactions with him over a little as like nice. two and a half years so it was that was more my my introduction my my first very you know up up close and personal experience with a pro player was through a good friend of mine who gave me the opportunity to sell his home Mushi, so we'd like to thank you my back. brother <laughs> yes, very much so, man. Yeah. Shout out to Moochie Norris. Um, you know, great guy, a great all-around person. Um, and him and I still have a great relationship to this man, day. That, still that's amazing. Him. And uh, a blessing, too. Uh, yeah. In, the, in disguise. Yes, yes. You know, and, you know, growing up, I, that was something I never even thought about, you know, how correlating, you know, my passions into my now career that I'm that I'm living in my dream that I'm building wasn't something that was right. even just you know, thought about you know um, at, at you know during my younger years of playing basketball all I knew is that I just wanted to play basketball and had the dreams of you know playing at the pro level at the NBA at least I got a chance to play the pro level partially but to, at yeah. the NBA level was a dream and so to now to now be in a position where my clients are NBA players is just it's, it's mind boggling sometimes but you know we worked for it and and the, the, you know the big thing about it is that you know anything is possible and i think you know as, as you just shared before when you when you align your strengths and, and your abilities and your gift if you will that you're blessed with and, and typically that's always going to be revolve around the things that pique your interest and that you that you let you love and you're able to make a living doing that it, it, yeah, it really is most a definitely thing. most definitely so with all of this going on how do you fit time for your beautiful family your kids your wife how do you how do you put this all together i mean unfortunately fortunately for me you I mean my wife you know and i both she has a business that she runs and since i've stepped away from you know working in the corporate world and now being in real estate for 13 years it's just a priority i think you just have to make things a priority and and, you know, people do the things that are important to them. I firmly believe no matter what it is, people will find time for the things that mean the most to them. And I've never compromised on making time for my family. And of course, having a wife who supports me and my vision and our in, 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 in my dream that allows me when I am away, she, you know, I have her full support and um, she's yeah. able to hold things down at home. And, you know, she she actually homeschools our youngest daughter, our two oldest girls. They're older now. I mean, they're ones in high oh, okay. school, ones in junior high. But uh, they're 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 more self sufficient and they're great kids. But I mean, she holds it down at home when I'm away. So having a spouse that truly supports what I do is really the difference maker, I think. And it's one of the reasons why I'm able to have the level of success that I've you know been able to to create for our family. And I find ways always to, you know, make them a priority. And of course, you know, I have downtime in what I do. So it's not like, you know, I have my moments where I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm constantly, obviously, with the wheels are turning to grow and, 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 and you know, uh, bring in more business. But at the same time, when things are slow, I take those opportunities to just right, to kind of relax right. and be with them. Um, and and focus and focus on whatever it is. You know, we're not we're not always out doing things, uh, but sometimes even just being together at home 
that makes all the difference in the world for me. So I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate to have the wife that supports me and allows me to do what we do. But at the same time, I don't take that for granted. And I always try my best to make sure that, you know, we're doing something and I'm in front of them um, and spending time with them. That's awesome. That's awesome. Shout out to Miss Watson. Thank you for holding it down. Yes, yes, shout out to Now, her. how do you stay in shape besides basketball? And, and how do you eat? How's your, like, nutrition? Are you... Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I focus more now. I don't eat meat, like, anymore. It's been a couple of years, more vegan diet. Um, occasionally, I will eat fish, uh, you know, but mostly I try to stay high in but vegetables, uh, you know, grains, drink a lot of water, fruits, um, and you know, really, I juice a lot, so I do a lot of juice combinations lemon, ginger, apple that's one of my go to. Um, and exercising like I go now, I don't play basketball as much as I used to because I'm older now and it's less, you know, less high impact. You know, when I'm not playing basketball, my body's older, so the recovery time isn't like yeah. it used to be back in the day. So I, I'm not able to play as much as I as much as I'd like to because again I, I you know, I'm at 42 I'm I almost turned oh, okay. 43 this year, you know I, I don't want to do anything that's gonna put me in a position to end up having some type of major injury. I've been fortunate and blessed not to, so I haven't okay. been playing as much. So I walk. Um, we have at the university where I graduated from and received my master's. I go there from time to time and I usually yeah. do like a mile or two on the track. And you know, just just get a good physical walk. Sometimes that's really all you need. I uh -huh. spend a lot of time at gyms, training. So it's been a couple of years. I really kind of let my body take a break and just been more or less walking, hiking with my wife, things like that for exercise. Um, and I really, you know, to be honest, now that I've been off so long, I'm, I'm not. I was just even saying the other day to my wife, like, you know, we just, you know, you have cycles, right, and seasons. But now that I'm getting older. Uh, paying more attention to my body is just really making sure because I was going through a period of time where I was having some real strong anxiety and panic attacks and trying to correlate yeah. what was the cause of it and really when I started to step back it's like well I haven't been playing I haven't been active as much as I have typically in the past and you know when you have a stressful environment and you're working and you're trying to get deals done and yes, you that do. release and that release in the past uh -huh. was always basketball right uh, at least playing basketball a couple of days a week, that gave me that release because, you know, you're running, you're yeah. getting that high-level cardio. So now I'm trying to find ways to be able to get that that same level of uh, endorphin released, if you will, and allow myself to have that, that, that you know, that stress relief taken off of me uh, as opposed to carrying that into each week and not getting that full good sweat in like yeah. you get when you play basketball. So we've been talking about getting getting back in the gym and doing some things coming into this summer so I'm looking forward to that but I've always lived a pretty very high active lifestyle and taking care of my good body. I can tell that's and, and that's definitely transcending into your business world too as well uh, that, yes that's amazing so what if we can say some advice we can give up-and-coming realtors yes well, I would tell agents, you know, if you're looking to get into business or you're thinking about getting into business or you're in the business and maybe you're trying to figure it all out, I would say, you know, focus on developing an identity and a brand for yourself uh, and developing relationships and not 
be totally focused on just the transaction because if you're going to be transactional based, then your business is always going to be feast or famine. Um, and that means the up and down roller coaster. And, and all businesses at some point do go through that when you're building in the beginning. But I would focus on developing a brand, becoming an authority in your space and wherever it is, if it's a geographical territory, neighborhood, location, or uh, to a specific group. Like if you're a member at a country club or at a local gym or a women's group, whatever it may be, brand yourself to that specific audience based upon your strengths, your lifestyle interests, um, and show your yeah. value through that brand and be patient and, and work to develop meaningful relationships and grow your brand and be consistent and think think from a perspective of a business owner and running a business and being there for the long haul um, and developing meaningful relationships with your clients that over time reinforce the brand and, and what happens is that you know you no longer become the chaser that's, or you become the attractor. Yes, that's right. If that makes sense. So I, I would say that agents work to become that authority and work to create the presence in your marketplace where you're trusted and you are that individual that people seek out whenever it pertains to their man state. that is some amazing advice and i hope that they take heed to all of that good information you provided and before we go i want to let folks know how can they get in contact with you yeah yeah i can be found on my instagram page at rock watson 23 um, same with Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, Rod Watson, or my my direct number if, if people ever want to reach out. Uh, you can reach me at 323-596-7461 here in L.A. Um, and my email is rod at the Watson Group Agency. So those are the uh, platforms or contacts where you can reach Okay, me great, later. great, great. Well, I will definitely share your contact information throughout my podcast and I wanted to ask one more question that I forgot to ask is sure a few yeah. clients that you work with that the crowd would may know of um I've worked with clients that I can that people go to my website you know you'll be able to see at lavipagent.com you can see the names and list of the clients that we work with. Just click on a uh, uh, past clients tab, if I'm not mistaken, I think that is. But, you know, we work with clients from Pierre um, Fox, Zach Randolph, Richie Norris. Um, oh, I know man. I'm drawing a blank here. Jalila Day, Jalila, Jalila Day for the Chargers. Um, Tony Jefferson, who used to play for the Cardinals, who's now in Baltimore. Joe Johnson. Uh, yeah. used to play for the Utah Jazz, Brooklyn yeah. Nets, Rockets. Uh, who else? There's there's several more. I'm just drawing a blank. I've also represented top Nike executives, SDSU head women's basketball coach Stacy Terry. So if you go to our website, you can see a lot of the names. Wow, well, man, great work in the community and, and helping others. And. This is a wrap yeah. for this episode. I want you all to join me next week as I will be bringing on a guy that is an amazing foster care father, Julian Goodson. And he has a book that you can purchase and we'll get into that next week. So thank you again. Be fit, be well, be blessed. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you for having me.